Hello and welcome to Theories of Change. My name is Ben Walker. Now, as climate change continues to affect the most vulnerable populations around the world, organisations are looking at finding new and innovative ways to address the issues that arise in specific contexts and how to get those that work to work for the most people. Now, DFID is funding a project run by us here at IMC called Ideas to Impact. Now, Ideas to Impact is funding a series of innovation prizes focused on different thematic areas, including WASH, energy access, and something called climate change adaptation. Now, a lot of you might know that climate change is a thing, but not really about the adaptation side of it and how vulnerable communities around the world are looking to address it. As a part of the Ideas to Impact program, we are running an innovation prize in Nepal looking to reward new and innovative solutions that can scale to address how communities can adapt to climate change. And now, I recently spoke to team leader of the prize, Madhav Kaki, in Kathmandu to talk through the concept of climate change adaptation and some of the specific challenges of running a prize in Nepal. Thank you so much for joining me today, Manav, uh, and welcome to Theories of Change, our international development podcast. Yeah, it's uh, my pleasure. Uh, thank you, Ben. Um, could you, first of all, could you just give me a little background on yourself? How did you end up, what, what do you do at the moment? How did you end up working in uh, climate change adaptation? Well, I, I have been working on climate change for the last uh, 15 years. Uh, first, I used to work with IDRC uh, Canada, which is a donor agency based uh, in Delhi. Then I worked uh, for International Centre for Integrated Mountain Development, ECMOD in Kathmandu, uh, which uh, works for uh, eight countries in the region, in the Hindu Kush Himalayas. And it is pretty much centred on climate change, livelihoods and transboundary cooperation. After my tenure of eight years in 2012, I was uh, like a uh, freelance uh, consultant. Uh, then, uh, DFIT's uh, Adaptation at Scale uh, uh, project, which is part of the uh, Ideas to Impact program of uh, DFIT, uh, contacted me. And I was very happy that I could uh, do something different because Adaptation at Scale uh, is different. So, uh, since then, and that is 2015 to until now, uh, I have been associated with this uh, project. Uh, I was associated with the first phase of the project, which is uh, more like an incentive, uh, incentive or more like encouragement phase. And the second phase in implementation phase, which I uh, lead, uh, uh, we have a team, mem- a team of about six people. Mm. So could you um, explain to me a little bit about the adaptation at scale prize itself? Like what is it uh, trying to, what is it trying to solve? Because people might hear adaptation at scale and not really understand what that means. Right. I, I think adaptive, when you talk about adaptation, it really is uh, uh, one of the two ways you can tackle climate change. Uh, the other way is doing mitigation, which is reducing of the greenhouse gases, uh, which are in the atmosphere. And uh, among the greenhouse gases, three, I think, uh, are very important. That is carbon, sulfur, and nitrogen oxide. Uh, adaptation is done uh, for the change which you cannot avoid Uh, and mitigation is done for the change which you can avoid means mitigation reduces the amount of uh, these greenhouse gases we um, create in the atmosphere 
but adaptation all, uh, sort of tries to uh, change the behavior, the capacity, the uh, skill, the knowledge of the people, uh, which uh, which is already sort of a, uh, uh, which for the climate change impacts which has already happened and which is already kind of a, a, um, already sort of a, uh, we could say that bought in which is already sort of a, um, uh, existing uh, we cannot do anything about it so adapted the scale is one of the several prize program under the ideas to impact program of the of the bit and adapted the scale is only in nepal because nepal is one of the most vulnerable countries. In fact, it is the fourth vulnerable countries, uh, uh, which was uh, in in 2010, uh, to, to climate change. Uh, why, why is that? Uh, because uh, Nepal uh, has high mountains, very mm-hmm. high mountains, and it is also very poor country. Uh, the high mountain means that it is very fragile. Uh, the ecosystem is fragile. The uh, the people who live there also are sort of a living. Uh, they are living in the margin. Means uh, the things uh, could go wrong at any time. Uh, so well, and then also the the temperature rise in the Himalayas and high Himalayas is anything between three to five times higher than the global average. Okay. Global average during the last uh, 80, uh, 100 years is 0.8 degrees Celsius, mm-hmm. but in our country the average increase um, per year is 0.6, which all is like uh, we are already like uh, twice as as high mm-hmm. as as the global average. Uh, so uh, adaptation is the only way because Nepal is the least developed countries and it is not obligated to do mitigation because mitigation is mostly for the richer and developed countries. Mm. Uh, so adaptation uh, is what Nepal needs, uh, but there is a huge adaptation gaps. I mean, uh, the uh, the traditional uh, uh, the foreign aid or the donor-funded uh, adaptation is too little and too, I think, I would say late. Uh, but people have been adapting. It's nothing new for them. They mm-hmm. have been adapting for centuries because in the very difficult terrain, which you must have seen in mm-hmm. Mugut, uh, people without adapting, they cannot survive. So they yeah. have been adapting for generations. Mm-hmm. What we are going to do is we, because the change, climate change, the speed is uh, faster uh, yeah. uh, than, than in the past, mm-hmm. the impact is uh, deeper and uh, higher. Mm-hmm. And then I would say the effects are immediate. Mm. So that's why uh, the, there is a huge adaptation gaps. People people cannot cope. They mm-hmm. can do a little bit, but mm-hmm. since uh, the temperature rises higher, the crops are drying, the animals are sort of becoming less productive, the plant, uh, the I mean, type of tree, uh, trees and mm-hmm. grasses and the shrubs which they had are sort of uh, mm-hmm. disappearing, water uh, sources are drying. Mm-hmm. So adaptation tries to build the capacity of these people, improve their knowledge and organize them so that they can adapt they can improve their their practice uh, faster. Mm-hmm. They can do together. They can do for uh, for more. Uh, uh, we call it inclusive adaptation. Means that poor and then the children and the women and the elderly are most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the people who are who are the most vulnerable, but they have the least capacity. Mm-hmm. So adapted as scale is tries to find out who among all thousands of NGOs and CBOs and INGOs are doing something new, something innovative, something which is mm-hmm. like a, a really leapfrogging, which is yeah. means that they are doing faster, the speed is faster, the scale is higher, and then the quality is greater. And this is what mm-hmm. it uh, adopts the scale is trying to capture by selecting 
competitors, mean selected organizations which are really doing noble things, mm. and among them, who uh, whosoever does the best, we we give them cash yeah. awards. Yeah. It means uh, the aim is to incentivize, to give them attraction, and make a big flash so that mm. others are also encouraged to do the same. Yeah. So that was, so we're just saying that the participants are mainly like local organizations and local sort of NGOs and stuff yes. like that. So we started the 60, 60 mm-hmm. organization. We advertised it. We said that uh, we are looking for organizations uh, who are doing something new, something noble, something uh, which is really ground uh, like the uh, bottom up, mm-hmm. which involves a lot of people, but most uh, above all, uh, which is targeting the most vulnerable people, means the mm-hmm. women, the most poor, and in our society, as you uh, mm. must have seen in Nepal, we have a caste system. Means mm. There is upper caste, there is lower mm. caste, and there are castes which are really neglected. So these people are highly vulnerable to climate change. So mm. they live in the fringe area of the village or town, and the, the, when the flood comes, they are the ones first, uh, who suffer. So we said, are, there, are you the organization which is trying to target these people, trying mm-hmm. to make them uh, sort of prepared uh, for the worst uh, which climate change will bring in terms of floods, in terms of landslides, in terms of, uh, let's say, uh, the cloud burst, in terms mm-hmm. of the uh, glacier melting. Uh, and then we said that uh, we are looking for organizer which only not, doesn't do better but has to do faster. The speed, we are looking for speed, we are looking for scale, and we are looking for very inclusivity means you guys are really doing for, us, for, for the community, means the whole community is prepared for climate change. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, and we have, then we ended up with 45 in phase two, mm-hmm. uh, and we give, gave them training, and we said that, okay, this is the prize, uh, this is the competition, we don't give you money, we give, have given you ideas, we have given you the methodology. If you are prepared, you saw you have to register, and um, uh, 35 registered, mm-hmm. and so far uh, four have dropped out, and mm-hmm. we have 31 which are uh, mm-hmm. which are doing their work. Yeah. So what what do you see as sort of the main benefits of using a, a competition in this sort of sense to sort of address this issue? Right. I think the benefit is uh, we don't create dependency. Most of the uh, NGOs and local organizations which are are doing this uh, adaptation, they always feel that either the government or the donor agency will give us money and we will do adaptation. We will improve the scale. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now that is, I think, not uh, a good idea because uh, in Nepal we will never have adequate money for adaptation. There is something called huge adaptation gap or adaptation mm. deficit at the central level. Central government level means ministries and departments are not getting enough money to get themselves prepared, to get them to get, really get at, uh, adaptive to climate change. And then at uh, sub-national level provinces and the most important of all at the local level, because at local level we need to organize them, we need to give them skill, we need to give them knowledge, we need to sort of give them some resources. So we said, let's. Uh, uh, there is one way of uh, funding that people uh, are said, okay, here is some money. You write a proposal. The one g- organization which writes the best proposal, we fund you. That is the traditional, like mm. ODA, uh, the traditional development sort of um, approach. Mm. Uh, we are looking for a new approach. We are saying, uh, we are. If you are uh, the organization which are doing very good work and you are not uh, so far, you haven't been able to really write a good proposal, although you have very good skill and good sort of idea, but uh, you don't uh, know how to write proposal and then uh, Mm. get the money, 
uh, we are the people who want to help you. You write, you know, one language, mm. you submit uh, ideas, mm. and then if we see that your idea is something new, some has a good, high potential, mm. and really it has, you can cover everyone in the society, uh, then we will enroll you in the prize, and then we will see that um, uh, you, uh, you, are, you have the, sort of, you don't need money, you need to organize, you, you need to be innovative. You need to be really thinking about out-of-box solution. Mm. Uh, so we will not, not give you somebody nice good proposal or a good um, you know, a report. We are just looking for if you have really done something uh, which, is, which is new and which uh, your idea has a very huge potential, we will pr give you the prize. And we are really thankful to Defit. Defit said that let's uh, increase, give large number of prize so that mm. you know, a lot of people will be uh, incentivized. They will be encouraged and they will be really, uh, they will feel uh, that, yes, if we do good work, we get noticed. So we have 31 applicants, uh, competitors, and we have 16 prizes. Mm. So there is a huge uh, sort of, a, yeah. you know, a sort of mm. incentive for people to keep on going. Yeah. Uh, and we feel that this has really worked out well and the people are really uh, enthused and um, they, they, they are trying their best. And we feel that uh, this is better than just if we had uh, the traditional ways, maybe out of 31, we could have funded two or three. Mm -hmm. Here we will fund 16. Yeah. So that is something different. So what, what would you say on sort of the flip side of that, what would you say are the main challenges of running a competition, both in this sort of like, with this sort of adaptation scale, but also in Nepal as well? Is this something that's done a lot or? This is a, a huge challenge because uh, we are testing a very new ideas, which mm. people are not very familiar with. Mm. And uh, that is the reason not many, we were hoping hundreds of people will apply, but mm. only 60. Mm. We have more than, I think, um, in Nepal, uh, the small groups, uh, we have more than 40,000 and we have only mm. 16, uh, which means that uh, we, we could have gotten more. But people are not convinced that um, people may not have been uh, sort of uh, uh, got the information because we have just uh, uh, sort of just given notice in the, in the print media. Uh, but still we got 60. Uh, so that is the first challenge that getting enough competitors. Second challenge, Without money, this is very untraditional for organization to do something uh, big, something new, mm. something uh, really uh, which we are calling transformational, mm. uh, which is, which is um, uh, scaled up. Mm. Uh, so they were saying, when we say we, we, we don't give you money, the people really get discouraged. Mm. Uh, but then we, we tell them that you can go approach your local government, you can approach partners, you can, even if you're organized doing something, a huge project, you can really extract or just uh, um, sort of uh, take out something um, and just mm. taste your ideas. Uh, so uh, getting them starting, getting them convinced that this will work is second challenge. The third is def uh, definitely, I think, two years is a very small period, very short mm -hmm. period uh, for people to show results. And mm -hmm. we are looking for results. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's why uh, when we go to the field, we, they have planted trees, but the trees are just, uh, just on the ground. Or they have just started um, kind of improving the water channel. Uh, but then the water channel has to irrigate the land and then see the productivity. Mm. So the, 
this project looking for impact and impact doesn't come in two years so this is mm-hmm. a huge challenge and we hope that uh, this this uh, project uh, will really award the ideas mm-hmm. uh, but uh, will not leave them just there that after they get the prize uh, we sort of um, somehow associate with them and really track them uh, whether they reach the impact so this mm-hmm. is a challenge which is i think for both uh, us, the implementer, and mm-hmm. also the uh, facilitator, the IMC uh, worldwide, and the DFED, because uh, if you really want to test something uh, which is an untraditional ways of funding adaptation, I think donor uh, DFED uh, has to have a patience and uh, uh, take a take up take a long sort of um, uh, view of mm-hmm. say ten years, so that you really see the impact and we can mm-hmm. track. So, what would you say with the major? Obviously, you mentioned some there. With the, uh, what would you see that the major sort of like lessons learned in the program so far? I think the lessons learned is that how um, uh, uh, people um, are doing, how organizations are uh, doing, uh, I would say, adaptation uh, while uh, uh, still linking uh, the traditional sectors like agriculture, water management, forestry, or mm social development uh, so so one of the lessons learned is adaptation is really a uh, is a multi stakeholder means lot of sector sectors mm. lot of departments lot of ministry have to work together and uh, and the second thing you learn is uh, adaptation is something which you must start at the uh, ground level which means mm. at the local level because it is essentially uh, uh, local uh, local activities, and we should not think about uh, doing adaptation uh, uh, just at a, at a country level, at the policy mm-hmm. level. We should do first at the ground level, create evidence, and use the evidence to change the policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, many a times, what happens the uh, the donor funding uh, is done at a very higher scale, and we feel that there will be a trickle down effect. Uh, uh, and there will be adaptation at local level. Mm-hmm. I think uh, under this project, when we are really targeting uh, local level NGOs, uh, mm-hmm. we feel that these are the guys who really can uh, push adaptation agenda and uh, really blow it up to at the national level so mm-hmm. that national government pays attention to uh, many, many solutions because there is not one solution. There are, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, many solutions which put together will, will really mm-hmm. solve the climate change problem. So second lesson and third lesson, I think uh, we should uh, say that um, we, uh, it doesn't, um, at least in climate change, because under the Ideas to Impact program, there are uh, prizes given for climate information in Kenya, there are uh, solid waste management in Ghana, and uh, some other activities in other country. But when you talk of climate change, uh, I think this is a new area. Mm-hmm. So the partners, are, uh, first, they need to be given good technical uh, training so that mm-hmm. they know how actually the, you, uh, you do adaptation right way. Otherwise, the danger is people are doing just traditional rural development or livelihood mm-hmm. development or income generation activities or forestry, mm-hmm. afforestation, plantation. And they can call it adaptation, uh, mm. which is which is not not that not true. Uh, so we we have to really tell them that adaptation is something mm. which you really uh, look look at the whole system level, which mm. landscape level or ecosystem level or the whole watershed level. And mm. whatever happens in watershed, 
uh, which are lot, which means agriculture, forestry, water. Mm-hmm. These these guys have to work together. This is not working in silo. Uh, so that's why I think um, uh, this this uh, this is the this is the something which which. Um, uh, we have learned, and uh, we feel uh, this is also also uh, uh, a challenge for for this uh, for this program. Uh, and this is, this is, I think, something also uh, which I think uh, we can we can feed to policy, saying mm-hmm. that the adaptation is something which uh, is a multi-sector, a multi-scale, and a multi uh, kind of a stakeholder. So you mentioned sort of a bit, little bit of this before, in the sense of keeping things long term and sort of where they're going to get their funding. So how, how are you sort of helping organizations ensure like sustainability of these sort of initiatives? Because say if they, oh, they might win the prize, but they can only implement it for, you know, six months or a year, but then what are they going to do after right, that? Right. Yeah, sustainability is a, uh, a key issue and also a challenge. Uh, the way we have right now, we are going to each and every partner and we mm. are saying, how, what is the guarantee that what you have started will, will last beyond the prize? Uh, so what we are looking for uh, is that for sustainability, first and foremost, it should be organization-based. It should not be run by an individual. So if you mm-hmm. have a uh, NGO, well-organized, and the NGO as a sort of a, a organization, the whole management kind of uh, has ownership, uh, and more than more than the organization, actually the beneficiary, the target people, the, the local community, mm. if they feel that this is something which we need and we would like to sort of work with you uh, and uh, we, 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 we will do it anyway, we have to do it anyway, uh, then I think it will be sustainable. So what we are ensuring is that they were, when they get the price, the, this prize money has uh, uh, should not be just spent by the organization to maintain, to improve their office, mm. like office furniture or buying a computer or buying a vehicle. Mm. We said, no, no, it, it has to go to the people whose work you showed, you you used to get the prize. Mm. So first thing, we, would, uh, we will make you, we will make a requirement, the prize money has to uh, has to sort of fund the activity which the people are doing. So mm. that will go ensure that it will be sustainable because people will demand. Mm. And the second, we are ensuring that this is a very transparent process. Mm. We are being transparent. Mm. We t- tell everyone what uh, we tell one per one organization, we tell to all 31. Uh, so the, when they get the money, we will make a, a sort of a media release Mm. And we will sort of uh, make it in lower Nepali language, mm. and we will make sure that the organization is not the, uh, the if the organization based in Kathmandu, we say you are not only you are not uh, not the only one who are getting prize. The prize you you are getting prize in association with uh, your local partner. So mm. the local partner's name will be also there. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, that also ensures sustainability. And the fourth, we are saying. Since our organization is also doing uh, climate change and we ourselves have a commitment, uh, irrespective of whether DFID uh, continues with us or not, uh, we will, um, I'll come towards the end, the the kind of a legacy which we Mm. want to leave or the product which we want to uh, make uh, out of this uh, sort of a Mm. um, a group uh, is something that they will sort of keep keep the um, keep these active uh, 31 partners 
kind of um, uh, in a in a sort of a loop so that they are still learning mm. because right now also we are saying you are competitor that's fine but uh, in a way you are also learning from each other because yeah. uh, suppose one of you uh, get a first prize then that will you will be the uh, kind of um, knowledge center for everyone to come and see how mm. and why you got the prize what are the work you have done uh, so this is something I think we feel uh, that uh, uh, it will um, it will last and it will only it will be a kind of a common uh, pool resources for all the uh, mm. adaptation organized in Nepal. Are there any sort of um, examples of sort of like products or initiatives that have been put forward by participants without sort of mentioning any sort of names specifically but is there anything interesting that you feel yeah, has come out right. that you yeah we we are uh, sort of envisaging several products and some we already have uh, the first and for all foremost uh, we felt that uh, for any competitors to be able to uh, do a scaling up and after and scale uh, they need to uh, know the methods they need to understand the concept uh, concept of this innovative and uh, noble idea getting translated into adaptation action and uh, we, we we also feel that uh, uh, this uh, the uh, if they do it right there should be certain indicators certain imbi- impact areas so we have five impact areas mm-hmm. we have one knowledge management Mm. Uh, number two, then we have like a resilient uh, society, resilient mm. organization, resilient uh, ecosystem. Mm. Uh, so there we have indicators. Uh, third, we have sustainable development, like sustainability, mm. which we mm. talked about. And fourth, we have said that whatever they have done, uh, some sort of a footprint will go to either change policy or mm. it will go to other other areas. People will pick it out and use it. So there will be footprints. Mm. And finally, we will also see that it is very inclusive. I mean, just not the research guy get benefit, all mm. the poor and the vulnerable people. Mm. Are. So we have a bunch of indicators which we have worked to develop together. And they, they, the judges, when they give the prize, uh, they will have to use the indicator. So first, we have a training manual mm-hmm. that is the knowledge product uh, we have. This product has generated. Uh, second, like we have a video, which means mm-hmm. we have a media product. We have we have a six monthly newsletter, mm-hmm. which goes, uh, which is in of course uh, uh, electronic copies, mm-hmm. and which is uh, shared with not only the the competitor but but with all. Mm-hmm. And we are hoping that towards the end we will have of course we had uh, four trainings. Mm-hmm. So this training, these people are trained, like yeah. they have become training. Uh, of the trainers, uh, they have become trainers actually, mm-hmm. and uh, finally, which is the biggest product which we are hoping, is that uh, these 31 people will be community of practice. I mean, mm-hmm. these are the people who will be yeah. Nepal adaptation at a scale network, and mm-hmm. this network then will be uh, able to kind of. Uh, uh, enable or kind to facilitate adoption mm. uh, scale uh, to a bigger group, to a yeah. larger group in Nepal and it can help not only Nepalese adapter, uh, adaptation organization but it can also help other countries. So we, mm. we think that we'll have uh, organization, institution like a network, we'll have knowledge products, means mm. a bunch of uh, publications mm. and we'll also write papers because mm. our learning after the prize is announced, mm. I think we can uh, we can show that the first prize winners are actually uh, could be the farmers schools or the mm. climate adaptation schools mm. like they have farmers schools for uh, for a uh, uh, new kind of um, climate smart villages or mm. resilient villages uh, so some way we have a very 
decentralized or more community-based uh, uh, adaptation practice centers like uh, you know demonstration centers and these are these products would be uh, I think uh, for everyone to take benefit from uh, but also it will be something which uh, which will be used with like the students by um, mm. uh, international visitors uh, and by also I think uh, defeat projects so they can they can mm. go and show to their uh, project partners uh, what has been what can be done without G uh, going through the traditional way of funding, uh, but giving um, a prize uh, mm. and uh, really incentivizing the, the people who are doing adaptive support. Well, that is wonderful. I feel I really learned a lot. That was absolutely wonderful, Madhav. Thank you oh, very okay. much. Okay. That was great. Is there anything else you want to mention? Are you, are you hopeful about the future of the prize or like about climate change adaptation in Nepal? Or yeah, no, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm excited rather uh, for the uh, you know uh, at this um, uh, you know uh, for working in this project. Uh, because uh, this is something very challenging because mm -hmm. uh, it's not like having uh, tons of money and you're going and selecting five different places and doing adaptation. Mm -hmm. uh, so we are visiting new place and mm -hmm. we are seeing partners how really uh, they, you know they can you know, do innovative ideas like for mm -hmm. one of, like one partners I would say uh, you know very drought uh, prone areas uh, has created new water sources so so mm -hmm. something which is uh, which uh, I feel very proud that this project is is uh, helping uh, to to expand uh, so we have many uh, innovative things and uh, I, I feel that I'm also learning when I go to them mm -hmm. uh, not only, uh, I give my ideas uh, to them, but uh, they also give me um, their, their mm. new ideas. So I become better learner, and my team members are really saying, I had never, uh, you know, heard of this or seen this. Mm. So, and we can see that, uh, you know, if the communities are really energized and uh, made, uh, and you know, really uh, to believe that uh, they can do it, uh, I can see that uh, small farmer has really sort of. Um, uh, improved his, uh, his or her income ten by ten, ten times mm. by just selling tomatoes. Mm. Uh, so we have several examples. Uh, so very excited, uh, really mm. learning. And third, I'm uh, looking forward to really not making one-off uh, prize project, mm. but uh, the concept uh, is an ongoing process that we can keep on building. This mm. is a, just a one foundation. And we should really add new ideas and, uh, and uh, at least keep these uh, this 31 uh, partners uh, in a group so that uh, they, can, they can be proud of this project and we can mm. be proud of this project. So, thank you. That was Madhav Kaki of the Adaptation at Scale Prize speaking with me in Kathmandu. If you want to learn more about Adaptation at Scale, Ideas to Impact, or any of the other topics brought up today, you can check out ideastoimpact.net and adaptationatscale.org online. Also, you can follow us on the socials at Ideas to Impact for the latest prize updates and learning. Thanks again for joining us on Theories of Change, a podcast by us here at IMC. Now, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. It really helps people find our show. And have a great week.